Welcome in to Locked On Phillies in today's episode. What in the world is Rob Thompson doing? How he managed that game against the Atlanta Braves last night was complete negligence if you're trying to win baseball games. If you're trying to lose baseball games, he did a great job. Plus, the Phillies' offense was a little bit quiet. I get that. And, man, just a very frustrating Philadelphia Phillies game last night. And it starts with the manager. I'll tell you why and what he did wrong on today's episode of Locked On Phillies. You are Locked On Phillies, your daily Philadelphia Phillies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, this is Locked on Phillies. I'm Connor Thomas, your host. You've been hearing me talk Phillies baseball for years on 97.5 The Fanatic on the radio, NBC Sports Philadelphia on the television side, uh, credentialed Philadelphia Phillies media member. Happy to be here with you as your host of Locked on Phillies, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Make sure you're rating, reviewing, subscribe to the YouTube. If you enjoy Locked on Phillies, it's a great way to consume and you get notifications every time new episodes are posted, just like this one. Uh, so I appreciate your continued support here of our work uh, at Locked on Phillies. Thank you so much. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked on MLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Check out our friends over uh, at game time, and I'll tell you a little bit more about them later on in the episode. But where we start today is Rob Thompson's management of last night's game was, oh my goodness, it was atrocious. I don't know what more to say about it. Uh, frankly, it was just terrible. The Phillies played really dumb baseball down the stretch, and it starts with the manager. Uh, I'm pulling no punches today. Uh, that was awful. Ranger Suarez gave you a start that you needed to compete with Spencer Strider. Suarez's final line when he got out of the game following the sixth inning was six innings pitched of, uh, let me just go ahead. Yeah, there it is. Six innings pitched, a four hit, one earned run ball. He walked two. He had seven strikeouts. Now he had to work out a little bit of trouble, uh, a little bit, but only allowing one earned run to the Braves in six innings is a great effort. And the Phillies had scored one run. On Spencer Strider. So you were tied at one to one in the sixth inning. Tight game, division rival. The Braves are leading the division by eight games going into yesterday's contest. The Phillies are riding a six game winning streak. It's a huge game. You're home. You need these games. You want to win as many games as you can at this. I mean, all the time you want to win as many games as you can. There are sometimes in a baseball season where there's 162 games, there are games where you just don't have all your guys available. And you say, this one's going to be a tough one to win. We're going to try our best. But if we get to a certain point, uh, we're going to have to throw some of our lower-level guys and hope something good happens. This was not one of those games. They had an off day yesterday. The Philadelphia Phillies were off yesterday. I get they used the bullpen a lot in Oakland. I get they used the bullpen a good amount in Arizona against the Diamondbacks. Bottom line is, you had a day off yesterday. Everybody had the day off to not pitch. These relievers should be rested. And instead, in a 1-1 game, in the seventh inning, the first guy out of the pen is Jeff Hoffman. That's your first move. Jeff Hoffman with, I mean, nearly a 4 ERA, but a 1.37 whip, 20 Ks, uh, cut by Minnesota this offseason. Wasn't even on the Phillies' major league roster to start the year. Started the season in the minors. Only he's been called up because of injuries and stuff like that. And he's your first guy out of the pen? Now, uh, that's... That's trying to lose. 
That's literally trying to lose. I don't know how Jeff Hoffman can be the first guy out. Now, Rob Thompson said after the game, when asked about it, about availability in the bullpen, he said Alvarado was unavailable. He said Junior Marte was unavailable. And he said Matt Strom were all unavailable because of workload. Which I kind of get, but also, dude, you had an off day yesterday. I know you're trying to get him two days. You don't want to get him hurt and everything like that. Uh, bottom line, these guys got to be ready to go. And having an off day, having three of your good, well, two of your good, and then Junior Marte, who's been good recently. I'm not taking a shot. He's just not on the level of Matram and Jose Alvarado when it comes to arm talent. Having those guys not available against the Braves is crazy. It's like when they sat Bryce Harper in the final game of the series down in Atlanta because he needed a rest. And instead of waiting for the off day, you just give him a rest against the Braves uh, in a game you really want to win. It makes no sense. But even without Alvarado, I I don't know, man. Just throw somebody else besides Jeff Hoffman. Kimbrell in an earlier spot. I get he's your closer, but throw Kimbrell. Uh, I don't know. (sighs) Throw Gregory Soto. Throw somebody that's a top-level reliever on this team. You have other options. And instead you go with Jeff Hoffman, who like immediately gives up two runs in that inning. The Phillies are down three to one. The game feels over. It ends up being a four to two game. The Phillies scored late to, to make it four to two, but it, it was four to one at one point. I mean, it was just an abysmal effort from the Philadelphia Phillies bullpen and Rob Thompson. I don't know what you're doing because once Jeff Hoffman gives up those two runs, now Andrew Vasquez has been pretty good. I would like to see him first out of the pen over Jeff Hoffman. I still would have been annoyed that it was Vasquez, but he's better than Hoffman is. He's got one eight five ERA. Hoffman's got a three five two ERA. Uh, and then after Vasquez goes two thirds of an inning, uh, Dylan Covey goes ahead and comes into the game with his seven point two ERA. Somehow still on the roster. I don't know how you haven't gone out and found a better arm. Uh, better than Dilly Covey. You DFA'd uh, Dalton Guthrie the other day because Christian Pache came back instead of the guy with the 7-2 ERA who's literally unusable. What is he? He's just because he's an innings eater? Guess what? I can eat innings for you. If you just need a person who can throw a baseball, there's 40,000 of them in the stands at Citizens Bank Park. Pull someone out of the stands over Dylan Covey. Uh, how he's still on this roster is insane to me. But he is, and he threw in a game against the Atlanta Braves that was – a three-run game, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know what they're doing. And I don't know why those guys are not available because of workload. Like, I'm not uh, – listen, I pitch collegially. I pitch semi-pro ball. I'm not the level that these guys are. I'm not trying to compare myself to them. My bottom line is I pitched a lot of innings of baseball. I know how bad pitching can be for your arm. I know how important rest is. I know how important workload management is. I'm not trying to be the hard throw every day, be Cy Young, have – 5,000 innings in a season. Like, no, I'm not trying to do that. But the bottom line is, if you have an off day, you should plan it so that your top relievers are available for following that off day, playing the top team in your division uh, and the team that you're chasing down, you're now trailing by nine straight games, nine full games in the division. Like, it makes absolutely no sense to me how Rob Thompson managed the bullpen last night. And I get he had guys unavailable, but that makes no sense to me either. And if he had any hand in that, that's on him. If he didn't have any hand in that, that's on the organization for hanging their manager out to dry and making him make decisions that seem questionable to people like me. And we won't know. We won't say, oh, well, the the team doctor said I can't throw these guys even though I really want to. Like, 
Uh, Topper's not that guy. He's not going to say that. And this is not me saying Rob Thompson should lose his job. This is not me saying that Rob Thompson is a bad manager. This is not me saying anything about Rob Thompson stinking at his job, anything like that. Last night, though, he cost the Phillies a chance to win that game by the way he used his bullpen. And if it was because he didn't have enough people available and the uh, organization wanted him to throw other guys, then the organization helped him in costing the Philadelphia Phillies that game. And that's uh, that's annoying as anything. That's unacceptable. It can't happen. Now, I get the Phillies, they were rough with runners in scoring position. They only scored really one run. They, the second run they scored, the game was pretty much already over. When, when Cody Clements had his RBI in the ninth inning, okay, that doesn't really do anything for me. You're already down uh, 4-1, and you had an out in the inning. Cool. Uh, JT Romito running into an out at second base late in that game, trying to be super aggressive to get a double and ending an inning on that. Stupid. Kyle Schwarber bunting late in that game when he leads the two, uh, team in home runs. Dumb. I don't know if he's doing that on his own. I don't know if he's getting uh, instruction from the dugout to do that. Whatever. They played dumb baseball top to bottom in the stretch last night. Bullpen management was bad. The bats were bad. JT Romito's base running, bad. I mean, there were just so many times where in the clutch – Last night in that game, the Philadelphia Phillies just made the worst possible decision. And it costs them. It starts with the manager, but it also extends the offense and everything there. The only person who I'm not putting at fault last night uh, is uh, Ranger Suarez, who had an incredible start. He did very, very well for the Philadelphia Phillies. And, uh, I mean, I guess Bryce or JT Romito and Bryce Harper had a good game, two for four. Brandon Marsh was three for four. Brandon Marsh was a big part of that game. Good work by him. He sees Spencer Strider well, something to keep in mind for the future. But it was just a, a frustrating Philadelphia Phillies loss last night. They're going to have to be better tonight uh, if they want to beat the Atlanta Braves. They're a very good team. You can't give things up like that. Uh, the Phillies will take on the Braves again tonight at 6.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is first pitch. Uh, you got an interesting pitching matchup with Adam smith Schrauber against Aaron Nola. Uh, so you're looking at what should be a piss, uh, pitching mismatch in favor of the Philadelphia Phillies, but instead, Aaron Nola could implode at any time. So we'll see. But first pitch is at 6.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can catch every pitch of the Phillies' hometown radio broadcast of that game on the SiriusXM app. Just go to the SXM app and search Phillies, and you can pull that all up. We're going to preview that game coming up and talk through a little bit of what needs to be better tonight, not just the manager, but the offense as well, uh, On the, as we continue, I should say, Locked on Phillies. First of all, I want to tell you about the best way to buy tickets last second. I mean, the best way to buy tickets in general. You don't have to wait till two minutes before a game, a concert, any type of event. But if you do, well, you could still use Game Time as the best place. I mean, Game Time is a great way anytime to go ahead and check out uh, getting tickets to your favorite event. Buying tickets to your favorite events, it shouldn't be stressful at all. And Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. They got killer deals on last-minute tickets, and their best price guarantee uh, says you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you're going to have. Uh, I mean, it's great. You can forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. That's going to be huge for Phillies games coming up because we're about to get into what's called Rain Mageddon here in Philadelphia. At least that's what I'm calling it. It looks like rain for about 14 straight days here in Philly, and that's not great for baseball weather. What it means is a lot of people are going to buy tickets, and they're going to show up, and that game's going to be rained out or postponed or this, that, and the other thing. Game time's perfect for that. You can wait until, I don't know, hour beforehand and say, oh, wow, it cleared up. A lot of people thought it was going to rain. Let me go get a great deal on tickets. 
Or you could say, uh, I'm going to wait and not spend all this money. And then it gets rained out and you're like, okay, well, no need to purchase it. And I felt confident I was going to get tickets anyway with game time. So it's a great way to check that all out. You can get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Plus the game time guarantee means you're always going to get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section in a row for less, game time credits you 110% of the difference. You get pictures of your seat before you buy. It's just a couple of taps and it doesn't have to go through your email. Your tickets come right to your phone. So you're not digging through your email or your junk folder looking for tickets. So snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code locked on MLB for $20 off your first purchase. Uh, terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code locked on MLB for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price. Guaranteed. All right, let's get into this matchup between the Phillies and the Braves. Again, 6.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tonight. Uh, first pitch is the, hopefully going to get off at that time. Looks like a little bit of rain out there uh, right now here in Philadelphia as I look out my window. But it's supposed to be 6.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you can hear every pitch of the Phillies' hometown radio broadcast of that game on the SiriusXM app. Just go to the SXM app and search Phillies, and you can pull that all up. ESPN analytics are giving the Philadelphia Phillies a 48.6% chance to win tonight, 51.4% for the Atlanta Braves. I mean, last night's game, the Phillies had like a 36% chance to win. So uh, looks like ESPN's liking the Phillies a little bit more tonight. That's probably because Aaron Nola still has the potential to be Aaron Nola. Uh, he's on the mound against, like I said, Adam Smith, Shaver, a uh, 6-5 record for Nola. 1-0 for Schauber. A 2.03 ERA in uh, 13 innings for Schauber, but still a very small sample size. ERA for Nola is up to 4.66. He's got a 1-1 whip. Schauber has a .98 whip. 94 and two-thirds innings pitch for Nola, only 13.1 for, for A.J. Smith. What? Have I been saying Adam Smith Schauber? A.J. Smith Schauber. Uh, anyway, bottom line, here are the teams that Schauber has pitched against, though. He's pitched against the Diamondbacks, very good team. That was his first appearance with two and one-third innings. Um, the Braves won that game. But then he's pitched against the Washington Nationals and the Colorado Rockies. He hasn't really seen uh, an offense for an extended period of time like the Philadelphia Phillies have here in Philadelphia. So an opportunity to get on a young pitcher. I mean, this is a guy whose numbers look pretty good. But when you look at the people he's, or the team he's faced, you've got an opportunity to really get after him. He's got 11 Ks and 13 and a third innings, so he can strike people out. But also giving up nine hits, four walks, and two home runs in 13 and a third innings. He's basically given up a home run every time he takes the mound, and that's an opportunity for the Philadelphia Phillies as well. Meanwhile, Aaron Nola, he's a home run machine. 15 home runs given up, 24 walks given up, 93 Ks, so he's still striking people out, but just keeping the ball in the yard is going to be key for Aaron Nola tonight, especially when you look at uh, what this Braves lineup does against him historically. So, the lineup Atlanta's trotting out tonight is Acuna, Albies, Riley, Ozuna, Olsen, Darno, Rosario, Arcia, Harris. Their numbers against Nola all time. Acuna batting 349 career against him. Albies batting 245 career against him. Austin Riley, 417 career against Aaron Nola with five home runs. He absolutely rakes against Aaron Nola. Uh, Marcelo Zuna, 261 with four career home runs off Nola. Matt Olson, 222 with a career home run against uh, Aaron Nola. Then when you get to the bottom of the lineup, it looks a lot better. Travis Darno's batting 176 career. Rosario's batting 125 career. Arcia's batting 118 career, and he's been really hot lately, so that'll be nice to have. Aaron Nola can handle him. Uh, Michael Harris batting 188 career against him. So that's that's good news for the Philadelphia Phillies. The bottom of the Braves lineup uh, doesn't look that good against Aaron Nola, but those top 
five or six guys are dangerous career against Aaron Nola, what they have there and everything. So he's going to have to be really good tonight. It starts with Aaron Nola. I don't care. I'm not going to carry the Rob Thompson hate over for another game or whatever. That was in a vacuum. I still think he's a very good manager and everything like that. But Aaron Nola is going to have to really take care of business tonight against this Braves lineup for the Philadelphia Phillies to have a chance. Now, the Phillies lineup is also going to have to take advantage of a pitcher that's been good in a small sample size, but still a young guy. Now, none of the Phillies hitters have ever faced um, A.J. smith Shaver in a game. So you've got an opportunity to see him for the first time. But that also scares Phillies fans because normally those are the games we feel like, oh, new young pitcher, you're supposed to be able to hit well. The Phillies are about to get no hit. So I, I don't know. We'll see. But the lineup for the Philadelphia Phillies is also out. Schwarber's going to lead off and play left. Turner's going to play shortstop. That second, Castellanos, right field, batting third. Harper, DH, cleanup. Romuto, fifth, catching. Stott, sixth, playing second base. Boehm, seventh, playing third base. Cody Clemens, eighth playing first base, Brandon Marsh, ninth center field, same defensive lineup as what you had yesterday. And uh, yeah, you've got an opportunity to hopefully break through offensively. Now I had a lot of people tweeting at me uh, that the offense was bad last night and they deserve more blame than Rob Thompson. Here's the way I see it, right? The offense was bad. They deserve no credit for anything last night, but I still put more of the blame on Rob Thompson because there are games where, you're going to make a rough base running decision. Every team in baseball does that. There are games where you're going to get like uh, one hit, one run by a guy like Spencer Strider. That just happens. That's why they're great. It's not like, oh, accept it, move on. It's just those things do happen in the realm of baseball. What doesn't happen is you're playing your biggest division rival who's eight games up on you in the division. You've got momentum. You're trying to catch them. And you throw one of your worst relievers in a tie ball game without having used the bullpen yet. That's just – it's so easily avoidable, right? The other stuff, I'm trying to stretch a single into a double. I get thrown out at second because, I, I don't know, I thought I could get there. It was a snap decision immediately in the heat of battle. Oh, uh, you're one for 12 at running in scoring position or whatever they were last night. Yeah, the other guy's trying to get you out. It's tough to hit a baseball. I know it's their job, but it's difficult. Sometimes you just have games where you're not on offensively. That happens to every team in baseball. The Braves – down to the athletics. Everyone has those games. But what's super easy to avoid is just, as a manager, go with your best relievers in big spots. One-run game in the seventh inning, I'm throwing Gregory Soto. I'm throwing Craig Kimbrell. I'm throwing somebody that gives me a chance to win this ballgame and not Jeff Hoffman. But So that's why I put it more on Rob Thompson because the issue that I had with his decision-making was seemed to be more preventable than what you have with the offense. I'm not letting the offense off the hook. They were bad. They're going to have to be much better in this game uh, against A.J. smith Schauber. But that's that's just why I focus more on Rob Thompson. Uh, smith Schauber, a righty, by the way. So you're looking at lefties having a big day. I'd like to see Kyle Schauber go yard. I mean, he's still He goes yard basically every other game, and he didn't last night. So hopefully he'll go yard. Trey Turner put some good swings on some baseballs last night and just didn't quite get him out of the yard. Uh, he could have a big day. But Harper, Schwarber, Stott, uh, Marsh, those are all the guys I'm looking at big days. The lefties. It's a lefty day. And Cody Clemens, may, maybe hit his fifth home run of the year. Who knows? We'll see. But an opportunity for the Phillies tonight against the Braves. Uh, one more time, that game is at 6.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can listen to every pitch of the Phillies. Hometown radio broadcast uh, on the SiriusXM app. Just go ahead to the SXM app and search Phillies, and you can pull that up, and you'll be able to listen uh, to that game all there. Coming up as we wrap up, 
I'm just going to go ahead and take a look at the thought process behind these games because I got some. Uh, I had an argument today uh, after our radio show on 97.5 The Fanatic about how much the Phillies should be worried right now and how much urgency should they put in these games and everything like that. Uh, I'll discuss because I think some people are unnecessarily freaking out about this, and we'll get into it as we wrap up Locked on Phillies. Okay, so as I put the wrong graphic up, let's go ahead and get that one. There we go. Got it. Sorry about that. A little technical difficulties here. Uh, anyway, the Phillies, Braves, last night, it was a tough loss. You wanted an opportunity to win. I already told you how I feel about Rob Thompson. I'm not sitting here like, woo, the Phillies lost to the Braves. Everything's sunshine and roses. No, I want them to win these games. Here's the bottom line. I told you coming into this stretch with the NL East, if the Phillies come out of it 500, that's an acceptable outcome. That could mean losing three to the Braves and sweeping the Mets, who have been very bad recently and are coming to Philadelphia. Now, I know the Phillies don't play the Mets well. And I know you want to try and catch the Braves. I get all this. The bottom line is baseball is not a game where you could put so much stock into a singular game uh, that you you think the team's in trouble just because they lost to the Braves last night, just because they lose two of three to the Braves. You know how many teams lose two of three to the Braves? basically all the teams that the Braves play, okay? I'm not trying to say lay down and die to the Atlanta Braves because they're a good baseball team. Like, you should be able to compete with them. And you showed last year in the postseason that you can in the biggest spot. That's another reason why I feel good about it. But the bottom line is you just came off a six-game winning streak. You're super hot. You won, like, I don't know, 13 of your last 16 games or something the Philadelphia Phillies have. They're, they've been so good lately. And you're looking at a situation where – Okay, you might lose two or three to the Braves. You might lose three or three to the Braves. That doesn't undo, like, it feels like it means more because they're a divisional opponent you're trying to chase down. But losing three games doesn't undo that hot stretch you just had, okay? You'd have to have an equal cold stretch. They're still going to be, they could get swept by the Braves and they'll still be over 500. You remember how long it took the Phillies to fight back to 500? Like, they were trying for like a month they couldn't get there. You can't get swept by the Braves and then lose two or three to the Mets and lose five or six in division. Like that's not acceptable, but one game does not cause you to say, Oh, the, the Phillies are losing it. They stink now this, that, and the other thing. No, I want them to win these games, but it's still every game from the first game of the year to the last game of the year is just one of 162. Every two games is two of 162, three of 162 percentage of the season. Getting swept by the Atlanta Braves, I don't care about the standings or anything like that, is 1.9% of the season. It's such, it's a drop in the ocean, folks. We can't freak out over one every 1% of the season. You're going to drive yourself insane. I get it's Atlanta. It's a game you want to win, everything like that. But it's just not the way you can consume a baseball season. You're going to drive yourself crazy. You're going to get two down on the Phillies. I still feel fine about this team. I think they're playing good baseball. I think they had a rough night last night. But I also think they got great starting pitching, and the starting pitching has been really strong for this team. I think they'll handle the Mets. They'll see Chicago coming up. They'll see Washington coming up. They have winnable games the rest of the month. I mean, I'm not worried about this team overall right now. It's just it was annoying they lost last night. You have to view games in a vacuum. We're still pre-All-Star break. There's still so much time. I mean, the Phillies, they didn't really start to push into that wild card zone until – I don't know, uh, midway through the second half of the season last year, they've got plenty of time to get there. They're not too far out. I mean, they're like a game and a half back of the final wild card spot right now and with so many more to play. They're fine. 
I know you want them to compete for the division. Ideally, they'd be the top team in the NL East, and they'd never lose, and they'd be a juggernaut team. The start of the season showed you that's not what they're going to be in the regular season. So here's the goal. Stack wins. Make it in some way. Make noise in the playoffs again. It's not the ideal thing, but it's an acceptable thing because we saw what they did last year. So let's not forget that making it in in baseball is just like any team can get hot at the right time. Just make it in. That's what the goal is, and that means you don't have to freak out over every one or two losses in a row, okay? So deep breath, everybody. If you're feeling that way, the Philadelphia Phillies are fine. They're going to be fine. They got a game against the Braves tonight. Hopefully we get good NOLA. Hopefully it doesn't rain too hard and you get the game in. And hopefully they can even the series with the Braves and still have a chance to win it uh, come Thursday. But that's what they're working with, all right? So deep breath, everybody. Bad night last night. Hopefully a better night tonight. We'll talk about more of it on the next episode of Locked on Phillies. Thank you so much for checking out today's episode. Make sure you're rating, reviewing, subscribing, all that good stuff. Locked on Phillies, of course, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you again for checking us out. And I'll talk to you next time on the next episode of Locked on Phillies.